Let us pray. God of all wisdom and wonder, send your Holy Spirit that he might gather us with our friends and family around the globe to listen to what you have to tell the church today. Amen. Please listen for the scripture reading, John chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. On its face value, these verses sound relatively simple. Jesus is telling us that he's here in our hearts and that if we abide in him and keep his commands, then he will abide in us and keep us in his heart. But the more I think about it, it starts to mean something a lot more important to me. As a senior, I'm preparing to leave my home next year and leave Tallahassee, leave my congregation, and start a whole new chapter in my life, which can be scary. It's a new place, new people, a whole new set of experiences that I can't tell what to expect from. But this verse helps me a lot because it paints a picture of instead of me leaving my home and being separate from the things that are familiar and being separate from my family and from my church, instead I'm simply an expansion of that. I'm not being cut off from the vine that is our church. I'm taking my branch to a new place. Our church vine is growing. It's getting bigger. It's stretching out into the world like a vine should. By keeping each other and by keeping Jesus in our hearts, no matter how far apart we are, we are always going to be part of the same family. Similarly, for our church's congregation, even though we may not be able to meet under one roof and worship as one body of people, we are still one church in that we keep each other in our hearts and we keep Jesus in our hearts and God keeps us in his heart and we can be comforted by the fact that our church family is still as strong as ever. John Fawcett in his hymn, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds, writes, When we asunder apart, it gives us inward pain, but we shall still be joined in heart and hope to meet again. Fawcett wrote this hymn as a farewell address to his congregation because he was leaving to go to a new church. Um, but I think the words still hold true in this instance for us. 
Whether we be apart because we can't meet together as one congregation or because we're leaving and going to a completely new place, we're not going to be separate because we are joined at heart. As long as we keep our church family and as long as we keep Jesus in our hearts, then they will keep us in theirs and we're still one community. In verse 10, Jesus tells us, If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. By keeping his commands, Jesus means keeping him and keeping his word in our hearts, acting, thinking, and showing by deeds and words that Jesus is here with us. Jesus tells us, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My life, like anyone else's, has been a collection of connections to people, places, and things that I have come to know over my 18 years of life. From the employees at Lucky Goat who served me my daily coffee for the entirety of my senior year, robbing me of my bank account, to my amazing parents who have watched over me as I learned my first words, complicated words, the bad words, and the word of the Lord. Some are more meaningful than others, like the connection with a loved one, and some are less meaningful, like the connection you have to the gas station you always stop at before you head off on a road trip, or the teenager that always bags your groceries at Publix. But every single connection has one thing in common. It is something God is working through and watching over. John Fawcett was a preacher at a small church called Waynesgate Baptist Church in Waynesgate, England, when he was offered a position at a larger, more affluent church in London, England. After much prayer, he decided to take the position and wrote, Blessed be the tie that binds as a farewell to the congregation he loved so much. In the hymn, Fawcett writes of three forms of connection, the mind, the heart, and physical proximity. The first, the connection of minds, is one that is kindred or similar. For example, how I am connected to all the students in my AP statistics class who also thought to take the class this school year and who all must similarly contemplate the probability of them passing the AP exam without studying. The second, the connection of hearts, is one that is Christian, like how we are taught to love our neighbors unconditionally as we love ourselves. The third, the connection of proximity, is one that allows us to be there for the laughs, tears, and everything in between. But each one can mean almost nothing if not created and strengthened through our relationship with God. As it says in John 15, verse 5, If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. When I look back on those times when I was sitting at Lucky Goat, drinking yet another Talichino, I notice that the connection only becomes real when I look around and see the faces of my friends sitting with me, who have inspired me to not only be a better friend, but a better Christian. In the gas station that I always stopped at before heading off on road trips, chosen only for its convenience, allowed me to reach beautiful mountain ranges, glistening beaches, and loved ones' homes, all of which were beautifully made in God's image. Making me realize how simple connections have become so much more meaningful, as it continues on in John 15 to say, that the relationships we build through Christ will continue to be pruned by God himself in order to be even more fruitful. As I move on to this next stage of my life, I am aware of how my connection with Faith Presbyterian Church and my fellow seniors will change. 
I may not be around for all the moments to come, as I have been since I was first brought by the York family nine years ago. But just as Fawcett knew when he was leaving his congregation that he, was always, that he would always be connected to them through God, I know I will be too. I have been blessed to be a part of a congregation that has always been fruitful in love. That is why I charge you today to make all connections through God in order for them to be as fruitful as possible. As we should always remember, he is the vine and we are the branches. One of my first memories I have at Faith comes from John 15, verse 1 through 11. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. When I was in elementary school, my parents were a part of the Sunday school class called Branches. I remember painted on the wall of their classroom was a huge tree with bright green leaves that read, I am the vine, you are the branches. Some of my favorite early church memories took place in this classroom. The yummy food, the welcoming hugs, and the laughter that always filled the room. Though I still remember as a child, I was always confused on how this verse and the mural on the wall in the room related to my faith. Even though Sunday school class has changed, Still today, every time I walk through Faith's hallways, I am greeted with a warming hello and a smiling face. I feel so thankful and blessed that I have a church home that has loved me, nurtured me, and supported me, just like the vine supports the branches of the tree. Though this community of faith, I have established friendships and mentors that I know I can continue to count on when I'm in college. The second part of the verse states, remain in me as I also remain in you. This is a reminder that God is always with us through change and distance. No matter what happens, no matter where we are, we will always be in community with God and with each other, even if we are not in the same space. This verse will always follow me as I continue my journey to college, serving as a reminder that even though I am not so close to home, my faith will continue to grow and branch out as I remain in God's love. God is very clear that apart from him, we can do nothing. We need him to bear fruit and produce happiness. Jesus says that the only way to do this is to live your life in and through him. He uses the tree branch analogy to compare how the branch needs the vine to survive and grow, representing how we need to devote our whole hearts into Jesus to grow and thrive. Without God, we are like the withering branch that is picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Without him, we can do nothing. God's abiding love gives us purpose and comfort. My whole life, I've been surrounded by people who love, support me, and have always had my back. I've been a part of attack swimming for 10 years of my life and have always depended on my coaches and teammates to support and encourage me throughout my struggles. Shifting into a new community of people I have never met makes me feel uneasy. Thinking about enduring tough trials with new teammates that I do not have a previous relationship with is scary. I'm going to take John 15 with me as I remember to trust others in new relationships as I have trusted God. I'm going to allow myself to abide in God in a different environment and help others to abide in Him also as we move together towards having a stronger relationship with God.